What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. DJs, it is Monday, June 26. Mike Moustakis was dealt. We're going to try to predict who's next. And plus, we hit three, count them, three straight DJ parlays. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, tell the people where you're at. Tenth uh, floor and a not that luxurious suite of the Blue Chip Casino in Michigan City, Indiana. We were, you know, we had that wedding Saturday, and then Sunday we're kind of lollygagging around, and Kitten's like, hey, want to go to the casino? Okay, got nothing else to do. So we looked to see if we can get a comp room. They comped us a suite, and uh, I've already done my run. I've already been into in and out of Chicago twice and back in the room, and uh, no headset, hopefully no Rosie, just me, my cellular device, and my degenerate people. So I got a question. Because you're in Indiana, you can say Michigan City, but if you went to Michigan, you could not say the word Michigan. Yeah, I don't even like saying Michigan City, just the entire word, but that's the name of the city. Um, Why any town in Indiana would have the M word in the name of its town is beyond me. Maybe I should run for mayor here and rename this city. What would you rename the city, Panther? Okay, you have me intrigued. Uh, we, we're going completely... See, this is what happens when you don't really have a strong opening because then you just go into these weird fucking areas. But what would you rename the city? I don't know. One of the one of the popular... The big popular thing up here in this area is the Indiana Dunes. We got some dunes right on the lake of the M-word, uh, right? Lake Michigan, one of the Great Lakes. So but I need to change the name of that lake uh, body of water as well just get rid of the m-word it should be you know like a lot of the other things that are getting canceled just cancel the m-word um but uh I, you know i don't know i'd probably, probably dune city maybe like the dunes or something i don't know i'd have to watch some some movies or something to make here's here's how much they hate it up here right like there's a hard rock casino over in gary indiana but they do not call it hard rock gary they call it hard rock northwest indiana there's a Purdue University in Gary, Indiana, but they do not call it Purdue Gary. They just call it Purdue Northwest Indiana. The name Gary, Indiana is so negative, they don't address that it even exists. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, as a Celtics fan, I just think that they should rename everything in Indiana after Larry Bird. So, I mean, that that's my whole thing. Is that any Anytime anything's up for renaming in Indiana, it's like just name it after Larry Bird. Everything. Just... <laughs> this, doesn't, this doesn't even really the Indiana part of Indiana. This is, they consider this a suburb of Chicago. So this part of Indiana is still in the central time zone where everywhere else in Indiana is in the eastern time zone. That's fucking funny. That's so it's fucking stupid. funny. So <laughs> anyway, yes, three straight DJ parlays. I, I mean, one of them was a partial because it was uh, we had that that Braves game, game that yeah that got canceled, so we get, hit the two. But now we've hit, you know, technically two consecutive full parlays, uh, three in a row. Uh, what's in store for today, Panther? We, we're we're going for four, right? 
We're going for four. It's a light day. Um, I've got three. I think you said two. So we probably have five games to choose from. Um, but I, you know, I was very selective on my plays. A little bit of a maybe small flyer on an underdog and a couple run lines for you. All right. Well, hey, listen, I had told you that I had something for you today. It's not much. Again, uh, Mike Moustakis was traded to the Angels. And you, you want to know the hilarious thing about that trade, Panther, was it was just mere minutes after the Angels beat the Rockies by 24 fucking runs. You know, I was going to talk about that series. You know, the Angels outscored the Rockies 32 to 12. Granted, 25 of them were in one game. They lost that series. The Rockies beat them 2 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that fucking oh, hilarious? <laughs> yeah, it was looking at their run differential today with betting them. I'm like, oh man, should I should I really I'm I'm, I'm you know I gotta take that run differential with a grain of salt. Uh but anyway, yeah. So Mike Mustak is traded. The Angels also uh did a deal with the Mets, they got Eduardo Escobar. So the Angels kicking things off of this trade deadline season. Now, the trade deadline's not until August 6th, so we have plenty of time to milk this and talk about trades. However, the real bulk of it starts to happen around All-Star Weekend, and you know what's coming around is All-Star Weekend. So I came up with a list of potential trade players, players that could be traded. And what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through this list. And I'm going to ask you, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, the most likely that they're going to be traded. Like, 10 is going to be the most likely. I want you to go through this list and tell me what you think about these players. I'm going to start off with a pitcher who is near and dear to my heart because he played for the Mets for uh, quite a few seasons and then is now on the Chicago Cubs, and that is one Marcus Stroman. Do you think Marcus Stroman gets traded? Um, yeah, It's 50-50. I'll call that a 5. The Cubs have to determine if they're buyers or sellers. And in that division, I mean, dare I say they're the second best team in that division behind the Reds. I think they're better than the Brewers. The Brewers pitching has not been great. And the Cubs hitting, I think, has been a little bit better than we expected. The Cubs aren't a bad team. They're a young team. So keeping that pitching staff intact probably would not be the worst thing. I could see him staying. I could see him going. I guess it really is going to be up to management if they think they can make a run or if they're mailing it in. I'm just I'm going to, have to call that one a 50-50. Uh, I'm going to rank this a 7, a little bit slightly higher than you, and I'll tell you why. Because I've got some pitchers on this list. We've got probably four or five other pitchers on this list that – uh, if they don't get dealt, I think a team will overpay for Marcus Stroman, and then that's when you'll see him being dealt. They want to get value for this guy. He's a solid pitcher. I mean, I want him as part of my uh, – I wish I had him as part of my fucking pitching staff here in New York. So he's a guy that you want to keep around. I think he's a solid enough player. But if someone gives you a ridiculous offer for him, you're going to take it. Now, going on to my trio of Kansas City players here, Panther, because Kansas City definitely going to be sellers you got Zach Granke, Salvador Perez, does he finally get traded, and Araldis Chapman. Go through those guys on their likelihood of being traded, or maybe even consolidate them. Do all three get traded? Uh, Granke, I mean, maybe. I think Kansas City's going to try and trade him. You have to just kind of wonder what his value is. He's won one game all season, although that's really reflective more of the Royals' offense, which is offensive um but he's older 
he's not a strikeout guy anymore. I mean, if he gets one or two strikeouts in a game, that's about his ceiling. He's going to be a back of a rotation kind of guy. So if somebody could get him on the cheap, sure. Granky's dealt. Perez, I'm going to say no. And the reason I want to say no is I think he and the Royal organization would like to make him a lifer and retire in a Royals uniform. That said, if somebody's willing to overpay for, for a, a Perez that is essentially just a DH anymore, I don't think anybody wants him behind the plate. Maybe, maybe he gets dealt. Aroldis Chapman should, you know, bullpen depth in an era of guys only going five or six innings. Chapman really resurrected his career this season. He's been pitching very well. I could see somebody that needs some bullpen depth. Chapman definitely is gone. Um, Perez, maybe less likely. Granky, if, if they can get anything for Granky, he's probably gone. Going four three nine on this one. I think Granky's got a forty percent chance of being dealt because I don't. I don't think that he's got a high value or high stock, and I think people worry about him playing in a big market. And lo and behold, other than the Cincinnati Reds, most of these teams that are contending are in big fucking markets. So I don't think no one's going to mess with Zach Granky. Perez, I you know I just don't think he does. I mean, we've been talking about Perez being traded for the last like five fucking years, and it hasn't happened. And I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's going to retire as a Royal. Chapman, I think that's a foregone conclusion. What did I say? Nine? Yeah, I think it's a nine. Yeah. I think that he's getting it's fucking nine. traded. All right. Next up, here is one of the more intriguing ones here, Panther. And I, I, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on Shane Justin Bieber being traded. Um, yeah, isn't it crazy to think that he is the wily veteran on that Guardians rotation? But his numbers are down, right? He's not the strikeout pitcher that he once was. His numbers were down yesterday or last year. His strike when I talk about his numbers, I'm referring specifically to his strikeouts. He's still a con- you know got good control. His ERA is fine. Um his age is fine, but I don't think he's part of Cleveland's future. So if they could get some players, some minor leaguers for him, then I absolutely do think he's gone. I'm going to put him right about the eight. Cleveland would be very wise to move him if they can get the value for him. Totally agree. I think I think eight, eight and a half, nine, something like that. I think I think Bieber's going to be gone. Every team's going to want him. And I'm I'm thinking of the Angels, right? I mean, I'm thinking that the Angels would absolutely kill to have Shane Justin Bieber as part of their rotation, right? Someone's going to overpay for Bieber. I I think his days are numbered in cleveland all right another guy interesting keeping in the midwest area we'll talk about my uh, favorite uh, city of milwaukee uh you know I, I love the the state of wisconsin and corbin burns's name has popped up now here's the deal you might be thinking well milwaukee's in the thick of it uh corbin burns one of their best pitchers no fucking way well you know what they traded josh Hader last year so milwaukee is capable of doing anything what do you think? Corbin Burns getting dealt? Uh, I think it makes sense. You know, if you don't deal Corbin Burns, then you're forced to re-sign him or let him go for nothing. So, yeah, I think you got to let Corbin Burns go. You've still got plenty of depth in that rotation. You know, they let Josh Hader go because they had Devin Williams. They've got they can let Burns go because they've got other guys that can fill that spot. And let's be honest, his numbers this year aren't spectacular. They're okay. Um, but to go to a 
probably better contender than Milwaukee would be better for Burns. And if they can get some minor leaguers for him, I think it's a win-win for the Brewers and for Corbin Burns. Putting it about a six, uh, I think slightly uh, above average that is going to happen. Now, the Brewers, I think they ranked middle of the pack in regards to farm systems heading into the season. They don't have a strong farm system. Uh, so maybe they're looking to get some youth in, in there as well to kind of build for the future. So, but I, I don't think that, I think it's a, it's a different situation. Like Hater Hater was was struggling last year and, and I, I don't think he was, you know, I think they were trying to get whatever they could for him. I, they'd have to get a really good offer for Corbin Burns and maybe it does happen. Again, t- people like to overpay for pitchers. And speaking about overpaying for pitchers, let's head to New York. For the Yankees, not the Mets just yet. We'll talk about the Yankees right now. Luis Severino is going to be a free agent next year. Does he get dealt? Have to. If you've got looming players with any value who are going to be free agents, you have to at least entertain phone calls and and shop him because why you want to let a guy like Severino who's got you know high, incredibly high upside? The guy's when healthy has been an elite pitcher sometimes. Um, so yeah, the Yankees have to look to deal them. I think they will look to deal them whether or not they're greedy um, and, and try to hold out for a King's ransom. I don't think he's worth a King's ransom, but I would say the probability of them shopping him is a 10 him being dealt. I'll put about an eight. Wow, I'm much lower. I'm I'm him getting shopped ten. Absolutely, him getting dealt three. I don't think the Yankees are fucking dealing him. The Yankees still think that they have a chance. I you, you got Hal Steinbrenner coming out and saying, "Oh, why are the fans booing a third place team? Where we're you know where we're eh, it's because you're a third fucking place team." Yeah, because well, that's why. It's fair. No, it's fair. But I'm just saying, it's like. Their injuries have wrecked this fucking team. I don't think that they can like deal with getting rid of Luis Severino if they want to compete, knowing all the injuries that they're having. I think they got to keep him around, and and you know if he gets if he walks in the in the in the, in the post uh, you know in, in 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 next season, and you know they have to get the compensation pick, then I think they do that. I think he's staying. All right, staying in New York, a guy that just been benched, Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson, his his days are numbered in New York, much like uh, some of the other guys that, you know, the the Yankees got rid of and they had resurgent careers after leaving the Yankees. Uh, Shopped 10, dealt zero. I mean, unless the Yankees are going to eat the contract, nobody's going to take that contract. Nobody wants – I mean, let's be honest. There's a ton of hitters, players. Look at these rookies that we've seen get called up at corner positions, middle infield. like. I think Donaldson could be done. Um, he's going to stay a Yankee and milk his contract, and um, or maybe they buy him out. However, that any of that can work, but I don't think Donaldson has any value whatsoever, and nobody will touch him. I, I think the Twins are eating part of that contract, right? I mean, that was that was part. You know, I, I'm trying to see what his. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to look at this contract. His base salary is 21 million. I'll have, to, I'll have to dig into this to see if the twins, because he he's saying that he, uh, this is the, I I think this is the end of his contract. Honestly, I think there is a um, a team option maybe for next year, and then he becomes an unrestricted free agent. Dude's thirty seven years old. He's yeah he's he's, he's costing a lot. I, yeah, I I don't think a team wants him. I, I'm I, you know I'm. 
dare I say he gets fucking cut? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that fucking fucking works. I don't think he gets dealt. I'm going to put that. You got you it at a four, something like that, three, four. Yeah, I'll, I'll put that at three or four. All right. Yeah, I think it's more likely he gets cut than traded. <laughs> All right. I got a few more names. We're going to take a quick break. We'll go, go through the rest of these names, and then we'll bet some baseball. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All right, next up, we're staying in New York, but different team. We're going to talk about the Mets. Does Francisco Lindor get traded, Panther? I should. He should. Um, he's on. You know, he's he's aging. He's relatively expensive. Um, but the problem is nobody. I don't think anybody needs him. And the Mets would have to eat. Which, granted, they have no problem scratching checks for you know players that are no longer on a roster. No big deal. Um, that Bobby Bonilla day right around the corner. But um, does he look? The Mets are going to shop him. I don't know if there's a suitor. I can't think of a team. That off the top of my head, that makes sense. That Francisco Lindor goes to and makes a team better. I think the Mets are stuck with him. 
I totally think the Mets are stuck with him. I mean, if they ate all of his fucking salary, maybe a team takes a flyer on him. I don't know. I think he'll do much better outside of New York. I think that I think New York has gotten to him. I think he needs to be out of New York. I feel sorry for the guy. I feel sorry for everyone involved in this whole thing. Um, it's it's a shame. Uh, you know, the, the the kid still has a bright future. I just don't know if it's going to be with the Mets. I don't think he gets traded. I'm going to put that up maybe like a three. Bellendor does get traded, but yeah, they're definitely going to talk, and and they will eat salary to get him out of there, you know, and, and uh, into another team if possible. All right, uh, let's talk about a, a really young, dynamic player who's had some clubhouse issues lately, and that is Wander Franco of the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, the Rays they they don't mind cutting players, uh, cu- you know, cutting ties with players early in their careers if they can get a lot of value for it. Wander Franco, that's a name. Is he going to get dealt? He's having a sensational season. He's having a great season. He's young. I'm not even entirely sure the kid's old enough to drink yet. He's so young. Um, they could get paid. And Tampa loves to, you know, flood their farm system and build from the ground up. They do, they do an incredible job. You know, everybody kind of scoffed at him when they traded Evan Longoria kind of at his peak. And they dumped him at probably the prime time. But Wander Franco is a very young dynamic player if they want to shop him he'll get dealt should he get dealt i don't know i don't he's not been paid yet tampa doesn't really pay their players it's they're really just like a step up from a triple a farm team they do an incredible job but with nobody coming to their games the shitty stadium and flirtation with possibly relocating who knows what the rays will do me personally I'm not getting rid of him, but if they do, they could get they could get healthy in their farm system with the amount of uh, prospects they would get. I'm going to put this at a five. I think there's a 50-50 chance he gets dealt, and I'll give you a couple of reasons. One is uh, the, the Tampa Bay Rays do have the sixth best-ranked farm system in baseball, number six. That is actually quite low for them. They usually yeah, have number two or number three. three. <laughs> But amongst them is the number 72 overall prospect, Carson Williams, who is a shortstop. He's right there. He's right there to kind of, you know, take over the mantle. If they get a, a King's Ransom for him to boost up to number one, I think they're going to do it. He's having issues in the clubhouse right now. This is the team that has uh, World Series aspirations. They could probably get a veteran player to push them over the top and a ton of fucking picks too. So, I mean, you know, they're not going to trade within their division, but you know who has the number two ranked farm system right now and likes to spend money is the Los Angeles Dodgers. (laughs) So you never fucking know uh, what they're going to be up to right now. So uh, I'm putting it at 50-50. Okay, next name up on my list. I'm winding down here. St. Louis Cardinals having a shitty fucking season. We know that. Does Paul Goldschmidt get traded? Um, you know, he falls in the category of a lot of some of these other veterans that you've talked about. Um, they'll shop. I think they'd shop him, but he's aged now. Granted, he's productive. Goldschmidt's still pretty productive. Um, but first base, nobody. I don't think anybody's paying for a first baseman. First baseman's like a DH with a glove. They're they're not that coveted. Um, his salary's up there. St. Louis would have to eat the remaining, you know, part of his salary. He's got to be in his mid to late thirties. I think St. Louis would entertain it, but I don't think there's a suitor for him. So no, I I would put it at like three or four, the likelihood that he would get traded. 
gonna put it at a five. I think it's a 50-50. And maybe he goes back to Arizona. The Diamondbacks are a team that could make a push for the playoffs this year. Maybe they bring him back. He had great success playing in Arizona. Maybe it's a homecoming. Maybe he's he's taken a couple years away from the Diamondbacks. They can get him on a cheaper contract because the Cardinals are gonna have to fucking eat a shit ton of that money. I don't know. I put it at 50-50 that Goldschmidt gets traded because the Cardinals don't seem like they're going anywhere. Okay, last one up here, Panther. I saved the best for last because they've already said there's no way in hell it's going to happen, and now they've made some moves to try to get better. Does Shohei Otani get traded? This is the one. I mean, he had to be last, but the fact that the Angels are making moves shows that they're not afraid to spend money and make the commitment. They're trying to show Otani, that we're we want you here, and we're trying to do everything we can to you know build a winner. Now, this is probably the most productive the Angels have been in. I mean, we talk about the Angels year in and year out, and they're in the thick of things this late and in, heading into the All Star break. Otani is halfway to fifty home runs. Guys having another monster season. Um, I don't know how they could possibly trade him. And if they did trade him, what you could get for this guy? I mean, who's who's going to pay what it would take? The guy is literally a top, a top of the rotation pitcher, and a three-four hitter in the same person. I, I just don't know what anybody could pay for him. No, I don't think he gets traded. The problem is they need to sign him to an extension or. They're kind of fucked. I, I don't. I don't know what the Angels do here. He's hinted that he wants to leave. They don't want him to leave, but he's a free agent. If they don't sign him, they not only do they have to sign all these players they're bringing in, they got to sign him. And if they don't sign him, I don't know what they do. So I think it's fifty-fifty. Anything can happen here, but the Angels certainly do not want to trade him. I'm going to put it at a three. I, I, I don't think he gets dealt. I think that they should definitely entertain offers. Now, the problem is which teams have the payroll to pay him and have the depth in their farm system to give out, uh, you know, King's ransom and, and not be completely depleted. You got the Dodgers. The Dodgers have the money and they've got the second best farm system in baseball. Uh, you have the Texas Rangers, which won't happen because, again, they're not going to trade inter-divisional. Uh, That's not going to happen. But the Rangers have the money and they've got the the, the farm system. Um Man, uh, the Mets, the Mets have uh, the 11th ranked farm system. They've got the money. Uh, he wants to play for a winner. New York Mets and winner. Nice. New York Mets and winner doesn't usually go hand in hand. The Chicago Cubs, maybe they make a huge play, but I don't think he wants to play in Chicago. Uh, Yankees, they've got a good farm system. They've got the money, but they haven't really been spending a lot lately. I mean, uh, the team that would really want them, they, you know, they just don't have the farm system. That's Seattle. Seattle's got one of the worst, I think, uh, ranked 24th in, in farm system right now. So I don't think that they've got the assets to do it. Um, I say likelihood three for Shohei Otani. I think he stays put. All right. I'm definitely talking about Shohei Otani's team today because uh, I will be betting in that Angels game. But we'll get to that in a minute, I, I assume. Uh, what are you betting? Uh, let's go to Baltimore. And talk about the Orioles going against the Reds. The Reds going to hit the road. They've, you know, the streak is over. We knew that was going to happen. They they lost a couple to the Braves. 
kind of thought that. But here, they lost to the Braves and scored six runs in each of those games. This team is putting up runs in every single game that they play. This is not a great pitching matchup for Baltimore or Cincinnati. It's Williamson for the Reds, uh, Cole Irvin for the Orioles. I'm getting the Reds with a plus line. Like, there's just too much value here to ignore it. I got to take Cincinnati for 10 bucks. Ding, 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 ding. We got one of our games covered here, and we got one of our DJ and Parlay picks in there. Plus 116 on the Reds here. I like Baltimore. I like this Baltimore team, but you're right. This is a vulnerable Baltimore team heading into this series with Irvin starting it off. I think the Reds, yeah, the Reds easily could have swept the Braves. <laughs> Reds could have fucking won that series. They're playing really great baseball. I think Orioles hitting a hot team. At the wrong moment with the wrong pitcher, that line has dropped. We could have got plus 130 if we would have bet this game like four hours ago. But, you know, we're not doing a show at fucking 5 a.m. Well, sometimes we do. But <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna bet the Reds with you and throw that into the parlay. What's next? Next game up, we're going to look at Detroit hitting the road, going to Texas, take on the Rangers. Another kind of not great pitching matchup. Matthew Boyd, who's having a tough luck season, going against Andrew Haney. Uh, the Rangers are just clear, night and day, a far superior offensive team. They've scored 458 runs so far this season. Detroit's only scored 284. The Tigers have put up 67 home runs. The Rangers have put up 102. Like, the offensive disparity is just night and day. So even with a lackluster pitching matchup, I the Rangers are way too much, just way too much better than the Tigers. So let's run line the Rangers and put 10 bucks on Texas. It's plus 100 on the run line. Now, I got to read our private chats. Is it okay if I read the private chats to, to no, the DJs? It's, it's, it's okay. All right. So this is me and Panther talking about earlier today. Um, you know, I was like, not a great uh, news story day, not a light day in sports betting. And you're like, I've only got three games. I was like, two for me. Uh, I'll have the run lines ready for you. And to what you said, I have two run lines. And my guess was going to be the Braves minus 102 and Seattle minus 121. And you said solid guess, only one is correct. And and okay, here's here was my thought process here. It's like there's no fucking way he's gonna run line the Rangers because he doesn't trust the Rangers anymore. The Rangers have bit him so many times, he's gonna avoid the Rangers here. And here you go betting the Rangers. Um, I like this play. I like the Rangers. I do think that they win. I I, I haven't lost faith in them. Um I'm gonna give you more support lean on the Rangers here, but I assume we're gonna get to run line number two right now. Online number two, is it the Braves or is it Seattle? Who, who am I taking? I'm guessing it's Seattle. It's Castillo, right? It is, it is Seattle. And, and, the, and the reason is, you know, I, you know how much I love Spencer Strider. He's on the mound. But Minnesota's throwing Sonny Gray. He's been, he's been excellent this season. So I've got Castillo on the mound at home going against a very less than mediocre Washington squad. Uh not a ton of value there's no value straight up so the run line i'm gonna guess i'm minus 120 130 or so uh so it's definitely the mind sweepers for 10 bucks yeah it was minus 120 when i told you earlier yeah minus 121 is the best i can get you there uh man i'll lean seattle with you here i do th i i i think they win they probably cover this run line as well so i I don't hate it if that's going to be our play. If if, if we got to throw them in there, minus the one twenty one, I do think Seattle gets it done. I, I love Castillo out there. Um, my, let's see if I counted correctly: one, two, three games for you, right? I'm done. 
right, I got one more. I, I, I listen. I talked about it. It is the Los Angeles Angels and the Chicago White Sox. Uh, Reed fucking Detmer's on the mound against Dylan fucking Cease, but I don't care. Uh, Angels team really good at home, and I know that their uh, their their run differentials a bit inflated right now. It's a little ballooned up because of that game, and I know that they couldn't beat the Rockies. But at home against the White Sox, I think they get it done today. $10 bet on the Angels. You know, the problem with the Angels, they have that 25-run outburst. But you you go away from that. They've lost four or five. They've put up three, four, and zero, and zero. Like, the, their offense has been literally Jekyll and Hyde. Dylan Cease can have really good days. Um, but I, I, I just couldn't get to a side. I don't trust... Either one of these teams, I really don't trust Chicago on the road as they're, what, 14 and 25 away from, I call it Comiskey Park. <laughs> Who knows what the name is anymore? Uh, so I'll lean the Angels, but not not a game I can bet. All right, so we're taking the Cincinnati Reds plus 116. Unfortunately, you're going to have to take those uh, Los Angeles Anaheim Angels minus the 134. And then which one are we going to do? We're going to do Seattle minus the 121 on the run line? Is- is that the better value, or is the Rangers the better value? Uh, Rangers plus 100, that would be the better value. Uh, which one do you trust in the parlay? Because we've had our demons before with uh, the Rangers in the parlay. Well, this is true. Let's take let's, let's put our faith in Luis Castillo. All right. So then our payout here will be a plus 558 on that parlay. Panther, take us home. All right. Well, you guys get to go home and I get to load up the truck and get out of here. But you guys know the deal. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter, but mostly exclusively it's right here in the asylum. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money. Fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.